good. <clears throat> what up, everybody? We're live. Hey, Winter everybody. Class. What's up? 2023. Make some noise. Yeah. Okay, so here we are for episode 138. Uh, I do not know how we've managed to do 137 episodes without having Richie on. It's kind of crazy that this is the first time us having Richie on, but you're a man of the world. You go all over the place. Um, it's hard to get a hold of you. You know, you're in this country, you're in that country, you're all over the place. So right. it's good to finally have you on. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to see you guys. I think I can. I normally do a spiel here where I tell people to follow us on our social media platforms. That's all you really can do right that there. That matters that's, right now. That's the spiel right there. No, no, Let's lying. leave it alone. That's follow us right on there. our social media platforms. Let's catch <laughs> up with our dear friend Richie. Richie, it's really good to see you. Yeah, likewise, bro. Been yeah, a long time. Been too long, really long. Way too long. Yeah. I mean, one second I hear you're in China, you're in Canada, you're living in Spain, you're in Thailand. I can't right. keep up. Um, for those of the people who may just be getting familiar with you, I'd like to start a new guest on the podcast with hearing their origin story with rollerblading, how they got started. I know you're in Canada and there's like deep hockey roots. Right. And I know you've been around from some of the earliest days that I can remember. You've been involved like the late 90s. Right. But uh, how did you get started in this uh, subculture that we all love so much? What was your first video? Some of your first inspirations? How did this all come to be? Huh. Okay, yeah. It came from hockey, for sure, in Canada. I started ice skating when I was three and played hockey pretty much until I didn't want to play because it was taking time away from rollerblading. Um, first video, I think I saw VG3. Well, first video I bought was like VG3, I think. But there was stuff on like TV at the time, and there was magazines in like uh, pharmacies and stuff in Canada. With, there was like a inline skater some magazines with you know once in a while someone's doing a wall ride or something so i don't know when that was that was in the 90s sometime and then i just didn't want to play hockey anymore because i wanted to skate more so just kept going so it's pretty much i guess like my whole life in a way because i i remember going to school when i was young and like wishing for like some days you know it'd be freezing rain and you could maybe ice skate out the street a little ways but I was wishing for, like, could I ice skate to school in the summer, you know, or something like that. Like, we had roller skates with the quads or whatever. But So, I don't know. As soon as they were in the local shops, like Walmart-type shops, I guess I got a pair and started doing, like, everybody else, jumping stairs and stuff. So, this is, like, non-aggressive skates? Yeah, I had my first... Well, the first pairs were just cheap plastic ones, like cheap kids' ones, but then... The first ones where I was really doing tricks were like a pair of hockey rollerblades, like Bauer, CCM style. Oh, that makes sense, playing hockey. Yeah. Every Canadian grows up playing hockey, and then they just kill it on skates afterwards. Yeah. The point was to go play roller hockey with my friends on the street. That was the point of getting rollerblades, really, Mm. at first. But then, you know, whatever. Skating to my friends to play hockey and then jumping the curb or something. You know how it is. Yeah, just comes naturally, I guess. Kids messing around and everything. Yeah, just got addicted. I had a similar starting story. It was like uh, found the hockey skates. Like they were like Bauer Brett Hull hockey skates. Yeah, I remember those. Those, yeah, yeah, they're like all black with like the hockey laces. And uh, just like on the way to go play hockey in the street, like launch off a curb, 180 off a curb, like try to skate backwards skating backwards was like such like a fresh thing mm-hmm. like you know chopping it up backwards yeah, yeah. like like looking over your shoulder yeah that was like the pre-wizard kind of thing too because with the, the hockey skates if i'm correct were like rockered in a weird way they weren't they like different wheel sizes yeah. and shit like Usually that 72 rockered i think is what i have isn't it like different size wheels in the back than the front or maybe the skate that i remember was I like know. that i don't I think it was the frame was kind of rockered a little oh that's bit. what like it was in the hockey like a, like a high, like a ice skate i guess yeah. right yeah, yeah. but that's that seems to be the natural flow for Canadian skaters, I guess. Right. Yeah. Everybody starts hockey and they start doing this, but everybody knows how to skate because you come from hockey, right. and it makes you that much better Everyone at skating. Everyone knows. Yeah, it makes I was you that just, much better. Just on visiting my family over Christmas, and uh, I have a niece and nephew. They're nine and seven, and they play hockey like every couple of days in the league. You know, and they're just ripping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just part of life in Canada. Everybody mm-hmm. plays hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Where where do we go with you next? Because you've been all over the place. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I can I can yeah. I can pick this up. Go pick it up. Yeah, I can right. pick this up. <laughs> um, 
So when I met you, you were in Barcelona at the powerhouse. Last time, maybe, the, that we met. The last time. No, you know what? We met at a couple of Ross Gildas since then also. I thought, wasn't that before? No. No. <laughs> 2014-ish, 15, I'm sure we were uh, in Berlin and stuff together. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, no? I, I mean, well, I don't remember. Know, anyway, I feel like we're forward. taking a jump anyway. Um, <laughs> All right. So you go from hockey, you start doing blading, and... Did you get sponsored by Razors first? Was Razors like your first uh, primary no. boot sponsor? It was Solomon. Solomon. Before they came wow. out. Yes, the, the local Solomon rep for like the region of Western Canada or something. He asked a guy at the local bike shop that sold blade parts in Regina, my hometown. He was like, oh, we want to sponsor someone. Like, who's who should it be? Mm-hmm. So then that guy recommended me. So then I got like the, the 98 models in 97 or something before they even sold anything i had two two pairs of next year's wow st whatever that was like a huge deal like it was the solomon huge. it was huge yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was, was like the uh, custom foot mold custom fit mold back the, in the heat day. molding of like the liner revolutionary liners yeah yeah the yeah the heel pad big shot yeah the shock absorbers the, everything the eight mil axles are you one but of the people who like miss everything. solomon <laughs> from no. back in the day Maybe. I don't know. I don't really think about it. Yeah. I, yeah. I really enjoyed them for sure when I had them. But yeah, I find every skate like brings some different kind of tricks or something. Yeah. So I feel like me too. The Solomons were like, yeah, they were good at really good at the time. They're still really good now, but like I never think about them now. It's just like they were good at the time. Yeah. I remember having a good time in them and yeah. then we move on, you know. Yeah. But I can't believe that there's still some people that they still last like people are still riding them. Because if they're in the wrong conditions, they just like turn to dust. Or they yeah, I've seen old apart. skates like rollable, like Dirks and stuff like that, like just deteriorate, like because they're twenty years old. The plastic, right. same like the wheels, the urethane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Solomons are holding up though. A lot of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are riding them. Anyone have Solomons here? <laughs> yeah. We got two, two three, three people. Four. Damn. Right on. Three people rocking the Solomons. When I was stuff. wearing Solomons, it was like not cool or something for a few years. What? In, in the like, 90s? I think I mean, in the very beginning, it was cool because it was so good. They were so good. Mm-hmm. Then it was like not cool because it's not core or something. Was you it know? the wide body era? <laughs> and probably that too. But you remember this? Because it's this not like core, era? dude. <laughs> we got to talk about the still core. going, but it was this like, like uh, I don't know. There was this, I don't know, like... Anything too popular is really bad. I it was too commercial. Still on to this day, right? Yeah, it's too commercial. Yeah, well, we were we were too proud for a while, right? We didn't want like after we got like abolished from X Games and all this shit. We were yeah. like, we don't want to, we don't want that. We want to be cool, like an underground, whatever. Right. And then now, after all those years of that, we realized, no, we need the money again. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. we, like let's get back into it. Right. It's the opposite effect. It would be cool if Solomon still made skates. That'd be, I'd be all right with that. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before or not. I was like, yeah, we could take I'm it, okay or, with that. Take it or leave it. But I was curious if like Salman did come back, if they would just remake the same boot they made back in the day or just a whole different remodel of a Salman skate and then it would just bomb completely because it's like a new skate. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, what would it be? I don't know. <laughs> it could be a new mold, but they, they did do a good job. And it just goes to show like when you have like the money and the resources, like what you can do. Exactly. Right, yeah. so That's I, what it is, like the money for researching, figuring stuff out. Yeah. So Solomon, you're on you're on the same team with uh, with Aaron and Well, they and never really Vinny. put me on the team. Uh I was just like float. It was at the beginning it was just I was flowed by the local distributor, right, to increase sales to the local shops, yeah. just like flow. And then event I don't know, it got all the way to like I don't know, I was in their video and they put me on the back of Daily Bread in an ad one time. Remember that. But it never it was just like flow skates. I don't know what was going on. You had the glasses, right? Because like, was it during like they had like the upside down ads? Like everyone was like upside down with the skate. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think they put me in an ad after that, like maybe a year or two after that. But anyway, I used to go on like some of the tours with them, like with the whole all the guys. But I wasn't really on the team. It was just like I have a cheap flight to get to somewhere. I'm gonna be there anyway. Okay, they'll get me a room or something. That's good enough. It was cool. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to travel, so I was happy to do that. And you were probably young as shit, too. So it was like any opportunity to travel? Uh, yeah, I was young, but not that young. I was probably 20. That's still pretty young. That time. Yeah, I guess. Unfortunately, that's young for us. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, it's um, it's cool to have been on like a part of that era of that company that did like such like epic stuff, too. Um, whether they're... 
they don't get many core points as you say but it's like <laughs> that era is like you can't take away from what that was and yeah. to be a part of that is really is really cool because it just seems so like you know, I'm not trying to call you old, but it just seems so far away now, right? <laughs> no seems one's like calling you old, Richie. No ago. one's calling you old. I'm old now. Yeah, it, it is long ago. It seems like another lifetime, actually, sometimes. She's like a totally different life that happened and passed, and now it's another one. Yeah, I feel like we got to be efficient with the time because we're trying to go through Richie's, like, life story and skating. There's so much to cover. Yeah, that's true. So, Solomon. Right. We, we, we have it up to here with Solomon, and then how do we end up getting finding the next sponsor uh then i was spending time at um yon john and brian's place in s whatever san right diego. in san diego and then they were just like why don't you ju just uh, ride razors and then they kind of convinced me and the solomon guy the rep that was hooking me up had moved away and just lost kind of contact so i did that for a while and then i was kind of over it and i was finishing school and i thought like kind of done trying to be a skater i'll keep skating but like it not too worried about it the sponsors and stuff so then i just started skating rollerblade because rollerblade in canada had a really cool rep and i just like liked her or whatever the way she was doing it so it was me and matthew ledoux i think it was for a while and then i don't know what happened next then i started you and matt ledoux for rollerblade sorry you and matt ledoux for rollerblade yeah yeah so, we were, so that, that was that and then I don't know how, what happened. Oh, no, I know. Um, I got on, like, undercover wheels. And then the Power Slide family was like, why don't you just skate all of our stuff? Like, we'll send you everything and just try them out. And then I tried Thrones again. I always loved Thrones. And then I stayed with that. And then I also are. feel like you really embraced, like, a lot of that flat wheel stuff like or, like, the bigger wheel stuff, like, before many others were doing that and kind of, like, be. Before that became acceptable, I don't know if that's a Canadian thing or a power slide thing, but you said I think that was a Barcelona thing. So, yeah, I mostly rode like anti rocker forever. And then when I first got to Barcelona, Ollie was saying, take my shadows with these 80 mil flats or whatever. Or something. I think it was shadows. And then that's just the best way to get around. And I always thought it was kind of silly that we were like being so picky about wheel sizes what's cool what's not cool i was just like this is way better way to get to the to the beach or whatever this when you're in like zona cool. franca yeah when we were in zona franca yeah, yeah you came there billy was at our place in zona franca was that like the beginning of like the quote power blading shit? the powerhouse i guess so yeah right the house is called the power yeah it was the powerhouse and then it's power blading i don't know like, did you guys come up with that from being like skating in Barcelona a lot, or was like USD and Matias? We just had the all these big it? wheel setups all over the house because people are coming and we're not always going filming. We might be going to go eat or go to the beach, and you don't want to take your click clacks, Flintstone wheels <laughs> to the beach. Right. So everyone, like, come on, get on these 90s, get on these. And then I think it's Sagona or someone calling them, like, let's get on those power blades, those turbo mm. blades, or whatever. But apparently that's what the Aussies used to call this. The, all the Sydney crew used to call them power blades, just fitness skates. I thought it was just rec blades. <laughs> yeah, basically rec blades. That's what I remembered. So they all called it that, but I didn't remember that. But yeah, so then they called it power blading, whatever, made those frames and stuff, mm. 80 mil frames and stuff. And then you take it off road doing ATVing on the dirt and everything. Yeah, it's fun. Is that fun? It yeah, seems it's scary. Fun. Yeah, but I think it needs brakes. I want, a, I want like electric oh, yeah. skates with brakes. They have electric know, skates out now. There's electric skates. Now, yeah. Right? You didn't so, see them? Yeah. I yeah. haven't rode them yet, though. But. Yeah. It's kind of scary. I'd be like having the controls in your hands to like stop and go. Well, what I know is I've been riding electric skateboards a lot uh, in China, and it's super fun. It's amazing. And you can go up a mountain, just press the gas. And then when you're coming down the mountain and you want to slow down or keep a steady speed, you can just like super convenient. So I think... You know, we can't have brakes down some path and you can't like mm. go curve carving sometimes. Mm. I think uh, down downhill off road mountain blading off road or uh, electric would be the way to go. Start the trend like you guys started the uh, power blading trend, right. the big yeah. wheel trend back again. Tesla blades or something. We're going to have to find some off roading in New York for me to do to try them out. <laughs> That's not going to be too easy. Right. That's not going to be too easy. New York. Where are you at now, Billy? <clears throat> I'm in Long Beach. Long Beach, nice. But you're not switching this up. This is about you. <laughs> um, so you just mentioned China. 
Right. So um, I feel like this was like a kind of like the, you've had this like long traveling mission. Like, uh, yeah. Let's get into that. Like, okay. Um, I've been really lucky. Uh, if you want to travel, you should get a job at an airline or marry someone who does or have a baby who has a, gets a job at an airline or something. <laughs> Figure it out. Get some I'm family baby mama. So since I was born, my dad worked for Air Canada and I got like flight benefits, you know, easy flights to or from Canada. So when I'm living there with my family, with my parents, it's easy. I'm, that's the only place to go. Now it's a little different. Like it, it, I can't get an Air Canada from Barca to here, but I can get it from home to Barca. So I don't know. I've always, my whole life I've had cheap flights. So I got traveling. There's Nick Lomax out in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, mate. I tagged him. <laughs> he just gave me the finger. <laughs> so, uh, so, so you're born in Re Regina. Yeah, Regina. I was born in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. It's in the center of North America. It's super cold winter, super hot summer, just dry. And I don't know. Yeah. So I've always been flying like since I was a month old or something. They get these discounts and I flew everywhere with, with that. And I guess it made some kind of like hunger or something like where I wanted to travel a lot. So I've been tra taking advantage of it. Like if there's some excuse to go somewhere and it's not too expensive to go, I want to go. So you go from Canada to living in California for a bit. Australia in Sydney. Australia. Okay. So like, can we go through like the timeline to kind of just the yeah. places you've lived? The long list. State? Yeah. I lived in Canada in my parents' basement until I was like 27. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to save money. And they were super cool. My parents are the coolest. Um, and at the time when I left there, we had... For example, we had like this basement, like the size of this room or bigger. And it, we bought like used couches. My parents bought used couches. So we had like a 10 or 11 couches in my, in their basement. And so my friends would always come stay and stuff, you know, like it was, and the, the basement was kind of like my own spare apartment. So that was really cool. Then I moved to Sydney. I always wanted to move somewhere warmer. So I said, as soon as I'm done school, I'm moving somewhere warmer. So that's what I did. That was great. And then they kicked me out. I they kicked you that. out? Who, yeah. Oh, the country kicked you out? country kicked okay. me out. <laughs> I thought you meant like CJ Wellsmore or something kicked you out of yeah. Australia. <laughs> and then, they, yeah, so I got kicked out. Uh, visa problems. And then, oh, and then PowerSide uh, hooked me up with the powerhouse. They're like, all right, let's do that together. You, you came, but then you were hurt, right? Yeah. Then... Then I got tired of Barca because there's too many people coming all the time. I felt like a like skaters. It was mean? too intense. Yeah, too many people like every day. You want to come have a beer with us or whoever, someone in town. So that's me. What I just did to Nick last week. Uh, he's still doing it. He's still doing, he's still it. doing it. Nick Lomax Hotel in yeah. Barcelona. Uh, so I just stayed with Nick for a couple of weeks. And I got to shout him out, even whether he's coming in or not. He, he was like king chef for this two weeks. He was making lamb and roasts and Ooh. stews. And uh, we ma he made cookies one night. <laughs> he does it all. He did it all, yeah. Big wheels, regular, baking, cooking. Yeah, yeah. He baked cookies. Nick I, maybe I'll put it out. Maybe I'll pu publish it. He'll probably be mad. We got to see this on that. We need like a YouTube channel if he for Nick Lomax. I think, yeah. yeah. So I think we he need needs his own this. cooking show. And uh, he was saying it would, if he had his own cooking show, it would be bloody lovely. There he is. Everyone, <laughs> Nick there Lomax. Is everybody, Nick Lomax. <laughs> can we, can we? <laughs> Nick, come up. I'm tagging you in, man. He's got to warm up first. And I'll come on. Well, it's just, these guys said so, you're so, blacklisted so now, now that from Nick's, the show. Now that Nick's anyway. here, what's crazy? What was crazier, Barcelona days or the Sydney days? Because I know both of them get pretty wild. Both were really pretty chill, actually. Chill? Yeah, Sydney days were pretty chill, like really? beach, skating, surfing. Did you live on the Vine Street in the Vine Street house? No, because that See, was that, like that hectic. was not chill. That was like party house. That's what I'm saying. I, no, thought, I was I out at the beach, there. like uh, with, with uh, some okay. my homies. And okay, that's a lot nicer. You were teaching, right, out there? Yeah, when I was in Sydney, I got a job teaching business. Yeah, because you have like a master's degree in business, right? Yeah, a master's. Yeah, 
Dude, a lot of people a, don't know that batch, about Richie. Bachelor of film and a master of business. I want to be a film professor. So uh, that's kind of like I'm not in a hurry to get there, but moving that way through time. What other cool facts don't we know about you? <laughs> I don't know. Where How'd you you time, how do you have time to get a master's through skating and all this traveling you did? Just said he was at his parents until he was 27. I lived so with my that's what you did? That, yeah, <laughs> they helped. I won, I, back then you could win some money skating. I won a bit of money over those years skating uh-huh. in contests around Canada. Did the school. I don't know, yeah. Just did it. Just parents helped me, you know. Okay. They okay. helped me a lot. Okay. So. I feel like we're also cutting the story like after Barcelona, wasn't there Thailand for a bit? And then oh, yeah. now you're in China. Then I got the job coaching the Thai team to like. Yes, uh, you got yes, the coaching that, yep. job. Yeah, that was the coolest thing ever. That's like a government job, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like government of Thailand was, I guess, writing my checks or something. So can you get into, can you Please. get into that? For those who do not know what yeah. this job was. Uh... Okay, so it's uh, 2014, I think. And my one of my best friends, Warapaj Boonam, note, you guys might know him. Um, he's like the champion of Thailand or something. and uh, For skating. For skating. Yeah. And he's been competing forever. And every few years they have like this Asian championships where it's like the Olympics of weirdo sports, like beach volleyball, rollerblading, whatever. Weird stuff, I guess. Okay. Uh, so he was in that and they always hire like a foreign coach. So they hired me. Richie Eisler. Yeah. Actor. <laughs> Coach. Are you recognized on the streets? Pro roller no, in China? No, no, no. Business no. master. Look at this guy. I know. He got everything. Look at this guy. You got to do a seminar. We got to get off the stage, Austin and I. And you need to give advice to like a line of people, right? This should be a TED talk. It should be like a, a Richie Eisler now. TED talk. We're changing this to a TED talk. Let's. Uh, right. What are we going to talk about next? <laughs> I don't know. That's basically what. I don't know. That's kind of chronological about missing some bits, but both, most of it. Did you did you work for the? Uh, you were telling me you worked for the Chinese government for uh, for the police as well. Oh no, that's in Canada. In right? Canada, okay. Yeah, no, the Chinese government wouldn't hire me. Okay. For the police. I was about to say that that was sounded uh, a little far out too. Yeah, I worked at the police in Canada. Yeah, when I was when I finished school uh, for five years, I was like a. Originally, they hired me for typing fast. I type super fast. What? <laughs> A master's in typing as well. Yeah. Uh, so I was like 125 words a minute or something. I do this test and they're like, all right, you're in for the interview. And then uh, I was like, whatever. So I got the job to type stuff, just type report. Like that. <laughs> like a, a cop comes here and whatever. I hit Nick with a beer bottle and he wants to press charges. So they're asking him for his statement <laughs> and they're asking me or whatever. And then they write that all in handwriting or they used to anyway in 2000 or whenever I got this job so that I would just type it all digital you know so I just listen to music and type like a thousand reports a day and then eventually the same as this China thing they're like oh you know your video stuff okay why don't you be like the new CSI video like lead guy or whatever so they gave me I had like my own office and I was analyzing crimes on videotapes what the fuck <laughs> I love how they just like open up the door for him like oh you're, you can do video stuff why don't you yeah. be like the lead Everything. guy it was doing. crazy, man. There, there was some old guy that was doing it before, and he didn't really know what he was doing or something. And they were just like, well, and he was a real policeman, but he knew a little video. So they kind of had him doing it, and he wasn't doing it so well. So I took over the job, and they had this. I took over, I uh, cleared like this huge backlog, like months of files in a couple of days. And then all these cops were just like so happy, and they, they like loved me or something. <laughs> like, that's our guy. He's going to get it done today. You know, they'd be like, so then the backlog's done, and then some officer comes in like, Rich, we need this, like, uh, or they call me Richard. We need a photo <laughs> of this license plate at, like, around six minutes, ten seconds, and then we need, like, uh, you know, something, something. Uh, I need it, you know, and it used to take, like, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and I would, like, give it back to them in an hour, so then they'd be all Damn. Was, yeah. Did you get a raise from that? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, there good. you go. They it treat you good right. Job. Yeah, it's a great job. And then uh, I started going on like skate tours, like I went to Australia or wherever, different skate trips. My boss ended up like really accepting that I'm going to travel. And then I was like uh, casual, they called it. So I didn't have, I could just like leave for a month or something. Like I'm going to go to Europe for a skate tour with BMAG. And then when I come back, I'm just back nine to five. Super cool. Super lucky also. Yeah. Going from getting kicked out of skate spots by the police 
to working with the police. Yeah. This is crazy. You've seen so many different sides of the spectrum. Right. One time I was being kicked out by a security guard in a pool. We were swimming in the pool. We climbed the fence. We used to skate there. We're swimming in the pool and the security guard came and he was being like a real asshole. He called the police. He said he's going to call the police. And I told him like, man, trust me, they don't like you guys and they don't want you to call them. This isn't a, a police matter. Yeah. Trust me. And I was like, I work there. They, they hate you guys. And he's like, oh, you, you work there. Like, so then he rings them up, you know, like, oh, I'm going to screw you. Or yeah. whatever. I was moving to Australia in like three days or something. The job's over. I don't work there anymore. He calls the police. They came and they're like, oh, Richard, man, have a good time in Australia. <laughs> Don't worry about this guy. He's got more shit on his belt than we do or something. No, yeah. dude. And, the, he's, and then the, the cop ordered the security guard, go open that gate. Let him out of here. This is stupid or whatever. It's crazy. No. Yeah. Made like, open up the gate. Australia, Richard. <laughs> like, so you didn't even have to hop the gate. They're like, could you no, open no, no, it? No, no. <laughs> wow. That's Amazing. clout, dude. When you got like police officer clout, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, it's been a, it's been fun. So, so <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good ride. So, so what's what's been happening lately? It's like an opportunity every day in China. Someone, I started doing these ads for electric skateboards, so now I got a ton of electric skateboards. Super fun. Yeah, it's, it seems like you're really busy, and then just just through Instagram because that's where I get to keep up on a lot of your stuff. Like, uh, I won't see a post of yours for a while, and then every now and then I'll see a post where you just like have to remind everybody that you're one of the best. You're like, oh, by the uh, way, thanks. here's like this impossible trick or right. like whatever. Um, it's not that I, hard. Where do you find the motivation to continue like with all this success and all these random areas and all these adventures, like? Uh, to continue like putting out this skate stuff and yeah, like having that mode. and i don't know do you have many people you can skate with in shenzhen are you doing a lot of this by yourself it's a good question yeah um i have a good crew there i got a few homies sometimes there's a, up to 10 of us at a session but no one skates too much street and we're all spread out a lot so mostly street skating i skate by myself for posting um i wouldn't post at all probably if it wasn't for like kind of repping sponsors and stuff i'd rather not be doing that just rather live, I guess, or something. Right. I don't really like messing with the phone, you know. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, that's all that is, I guess. I just, but I really enjoy skating. I love skating, so I'm just skating whenever I can. Oh, like most days, I guess. You know. It's good that you have a crew there. Yeah, we meet every Sunday usually at a skate park and jam, tell jokes. You just like bumped into them at the skate park along the way? I had a friend, Pascal, from Canada that I, I had met many times before. Uh, he was living there. Then I met a bunch of new friends while there, yeah. Like uh, my mate Diego, shout out Diego from Colombia. Uh, yeah, Pascal, Diego, Alpha, Howard. Yeah, I don't it's know, the all the homies, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, Diesel, I, one of my homies, I call him Diesel. Now. Are they here? Like you keep on. No, no, that. no one's here. <laughs> I'm just looking in the Pascal, camera. Raise your hand. Like, Pascal, raise your hand. Pascal, raise your hand. Pascal, Can we get into some stupid stuff? Stupid stuff. Because we, we we were talking about the bamboo P rails before. Oh yeah, yeah. And okay. you posted yourself skating bamboo P rails as opposed to traditional PVC or like a metal rail. Yeah. When you were in Thailand. Yeah. Was that like an original idea? Did you? Yeah. Did you like knock down a tree and like, well, like, let's make a rail out of this? Like, what do you do? I don't that? know how it came about, but I, I built like a bed out of bamboo and rope. And we were building all kinds of bamboo stuff. I was there with Michael Peterson, my friend, and we were building like bamboo couches and chairs and tables. And I don't know why. It's everywhere there and it's cheap. And he was kind of really liking it. So I just got into it. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. We thought like, I don't know how it started. But anyway, somehow we made a bamboo P rail and it slides better than. PVC or metal or anything, so we're just like started making a bunch of and those. it's strong enough. We made boxes and rails. There's different kinds of bamboo. Some are thin, like this cup or something, and some are really thick. Mm -hmm. So there's a kind my pai thai, I think they call it. No, in Thailand, like it means strong Thai Thai strong bamboo or something. There's no Thai skate parks or anything that had bamboo like coping or anything. No, I no. Yeah, you got to be the first. Hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. No, when I don't you think, think so. About it, bamboo's used for everything, pretty much. Yeah, but like I guess if you're talking about like other sports, skateboarding has like the metal trucks. Probably would have that break bamboo. Probably? Yeah, they would ruin it. BMX right. too. The same thing with the pegs, scooters. Point, yeah. Skate is probably yeah, like the best us, things. Right. Yeah. 
Anyway, anyone who's like uh, skated a classic cement bowl with like uh, the little Pool ribs, clipping. you know, and it like click, click, click. Uh-huh. It's like that. It never sticks because the surface, t- whatever, the surface changes all the time. You don't got to wax it? You wax it once. Once pretty and much. that's it's it? It's good to go. Yeah. That's crazy because PVC is like the best lighting rail ever. And to This is like PVC, better. but you're, you're constantly getting like separated from that like friction. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting like bumped to yeah, loose yeah. again. Yeah. It's really good. No, that was interesting because I never seen PVC. Anybody skate PVC before? So or bamboo, you mean? But bamboo, yeah, that's what I meant. PVC, <laughs> we've seen, seen that. I've yeah. definitely seen people skate PVC. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, bamboo, bamboo is interesting. I haven't seen that, but I could see that being very specific for blading. I recommend it. It's easy. It's cheap. Whatever. I made one in China. Well, my friend helped me weld. Yeah, my friend Gary helped me weld like this. Uh, angle iron and posts and then we just put the pe- or the bamboo on top and duct tape it on and it's done you duct tape it on duct tape, yeah, <laughs> just duct tape it on you even drill through it and actually we cut this one out of the fort we like walked into the swamps and found the straightest one and cut it down and got like covered in thorns and stuff and then what yeah we pulled it out broke a rope everything we i filmed everything i'll probably post it up one of these days I never seen that. I saw you skating. I didn't see the the work that. No, went we into went it. like into the forest. He got like sliced up, cut up everywhere. What? Yeah, because yeah. the bamboo is like covered in these little thorns, and you got to get in there and like. Yeah. Okay. Did you use like what, like a machete, like to chop it down, or a saw? He brought a few things: an axe, a saw. An axe. A saw. Yeah. <laughs> you use an axe for it. I mean, an axe would work. He had all this stuff. He had everything. The ropes. Like this? this is my my homie Gary, the handyman. Like thickness? Yeah, yeah. At the bottom, it was like probably like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and axe makes sense. And for at that. the top, it's maybe like the top of the bottom of this cup. Wow. Girthy P rail. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like the length of this room, right? And then we cut out the straightest part. The length of this wanted. room. Holy it's shit! Huge. It's super huge. They grow forever. Damn. Sky, you could yeah. easily make a skate park out of that. You could. I think so. Damn. Yeah. First Eventually PB- they crack and they dry out, but then you just take it off, put another one on. Take yeah, it that's off. easy enough. Yeah. Someone's gotta make the first bamboo skate park. All bamboo skate park. Michael Peterson's not far off over there in Crabby. Yeah. He's got like three or four ramps and a couple of boxes and has stuff. Has he done coping? And coping and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And like he still has all this furniture, like a footrest and uh, everything. <laughs> then he makes everything out of bamboo. All right. That's all right. Sick. All right. Yeah. Um kinda wanted to get into something a little just wondering what your take is on um, you've had like this whole long time in skating. Uh, I've seen clips of you doing like everything from like hurricane topsail both way on rails, like over 20 years ago to like all these like massive sections, <laughs> um, which we were like, even like 20 years ago, we were like, what? this guy is ridiculous. What's mm-hmm. happening here. But um, do you have like a proudest moment or is that like just like a oh. very cliche question to ask? That is cliche, but I don't know. Yeah, probably. I'd have to think about it. That's okay. Well, I guess we'll come back to. We can come back to it. Proudest moment. What about like a time where you surprised yourself with some of the tricks that you've been able to do? Because even like the hurricane topsail both ways, like three sweaty both ways, things like that. Like, I feel like you like even in like some of your, like there was a part. I I, I think it was the Canadian part. Well, we could talk about that too because that was one of the highest viewed parts in all of yeah. skating oh the canada the, right yeah where it starts with the huge backside and you got like two million fi- views that's a good true one. fish brains both ways and yeah. like how it made it to the news so how did that all manifest and that could be a proud proudest moment i guess it's just, it's just one of them to right? not think about it too hard yeah. that's a good one yeah i don't know that was all uh, circumstance lucky what's up boys uh yeah um what are you saying proudest moment and or let's, well, let's, or talk, about let's just talk about the oh, section yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. the creation of the section. Okay. You do have the viral backside right. over like the overpass and whatever. There was some prince of like Prince of Persia or whatever, Prince of somewhere in the Middle East that shared just the backside clip and it had like twenty million views on Facebook. Prince from of him, Persia? From him. Some guy like well, I don't know where. What? Some, like an actual prince. Like a prince of a real place with ten million followers or something. He I saw the backside, he was stoked. He shared it on and it what? that was probably the most it got viewed. I I saw it way back years ago, but it was something of some prince of somewhere. Saudi yeah. prince or something. 
That was cool. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and then that made the section blow up because your section has a million views. On... I don't think it blew up from that. It... What did it blow up from? I don't know. What skate sections have a million views? I think it views? made it to the news. Though. It was on the news. Yeah, people were writing me and calling me from everywhere. It was on the Metro that while well, they were writing the work. It was on their TV what? channel. It was everywhere for, over those few weeks. Mm -hmm. I don't know like where i didn't really see it i guess you know but that was cool to like we i posted that and then like watching the numbers like shooting up mm -hmm. it's pretty cool i don't know yeah that might Wild. be the most viewed skate edit i think on a skate section i think could be it's in there but a lot have been getting a lot more recently as well right just not a million no a couple hundred I mean, thousand maybe you know that's pretty big a couple hundred like 10 even ten thousand, twenty thousand. i think yeah is no. a pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. number so yeah. to like i like there were like all these other sections coming out at that time. Mm -hmm. And then there was Richie part, Richie's part, like a million views. I remember because I was like putting out sections back then. I was like, how the f did he do that? <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. Richie. It used to be like 10,000 in a day. I thought that was a good thing. That That's was like a good a target. Yes, Let's exactly. get 10. 10. Yeah. Okay, cool. 20. Oh, shit. This is yeah. awesome. But then that was, yeah, it just kept going. I don't know. It was, it's got to be about the backside, I guess, for sure. Yeah. You know, got to have a good start. It's it's hard to people know. switch yeah. off on YouTube's and stuff, right? It's it's hard to know what like uh, transitions well to people who don't blade, mm. but oh, that yeah, that right, long right. backside, I think, like not only like obviously like is super cool in in blading, but mm. like to people outside, it just looks like not even possible. Yeah, it's like surfing, it's like right. video yeah. surfing yeah. stuff, yeah. pretty yeah. much. I've always liked to do that. I I love to do something where uh, it's something really simple, where uh, grandma or some random your boss at work or something will appreciate it but then maybe a twist where at least my skating friends will still be like excited about it or something you know yeah. so yeah i saw that a couple of years earlier than that trip and i was like i'm gonna do this rail one day and then i was meant to film in barcelona i broke a rib or i did something i couldn't do it then i went home to film in canada and du with dustin dustin broke his ankle or something he was out and then i just hit up danny beer and was like we should make something together and he's like, oh, I got a house for the next two months with nothing to do, pretty much. Like, he was in Leon's house, and school started in a, in, in a while. So that was it. Mm -hmm. I'd never met Danny Beer before that. I just flew there. I liked his videos. He liked my videos. I was like, I'm coming to meet you and live with you for <laughs> six weeks, and we're going to, let's do this. And he was into it, so. The Canadian connection right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Canada's it is. Yeah. pretty chill, yeah. And Leon wasn't even in Did you play hockey Vancouver growing up? I played hockey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He let me live in. Leon wasn't there, and he let us like stay in his place for probably six weeks by the end. So yeah, mm -hmm. Canada, awesome. Canada right. connection. The Canada connect. Huge Come shout out to in. Danny and Leon for making that section a reality. Yeah, yeah. Danny and Leon were a big part of that section being a thing, especially Danny. You know, he came with me every day, and he was he's an inspiration, and mm -hmm. kills it with the camera, kills it skating. So mm -hmm. it was awesome. Yeah. This, and this is when Great Danny experience. was still like g going up the ranks and becoming the before like the Danny Beer that we all know today. Right. Yeah. Have you seen old Danny Beer? Yes. I, like old old ones. You know what's funny? I actually got yeah. into it. Um, we were talking about that recently. By way of because we had Colin Kelso on the oh, podcast. Oh yeah, Colin's what we were talking and about. And he was with, like, yeah. get into old Danny Beer, yeah. like yeah. the old Danny Beer parts. It's, yeah. it's really sick. He's like transitioned into what he does now. Like you can see yeah, it the yeah, whole you can way. See it coming. And it's so sick to see like every part, every stage of his skating was so good. No matter what it was. Shout out Danny Beer, legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a really cool one. I don't know. He didn't have anything really. Uh, he was pretty free. And then I went there to do that. So we pretty much skated every day. Uh, maybe one or two clips a day, pretty much. You know, mostly missions. A lot of rain. But that backside, Nick wanted me to say, the backside took six different days. Six oh, different shit. Days? Six days? Yeah. How did it take so long? Because there was so much traffic. First of all, everyone, all the homies thought I couldn't do it. It's too long or that no one could do. And then one night we went there without much wax or anything and just jumped on. And because it's so fat, I was like, no, you can balance on this. So we, we uh, filled in all the cracks. There was all those earthquake cracks, deep, deep cracks. So we filled those with like a Bondo duct taped. And then I would hit some of those duct tapes and the Bondo would explode and I would like lose control. That rail was duct taped together? Well, there was like the cracks. 13 or 14 like uh, huge cracks, yeah. you know, like an inch deep, yeah, two inch wide and another for earthquakes. So the, the oh, rail like they can, disconnect. OK, I got you. I got it you. can like push. Yeah. It can whatever yeah. move if it has to. Mm -hmm. 
So those things were just like kicking me off. So we filled it with that stuff. And then it was, it's high traffic. So there's always cars in the lane. And then there's people walking up. And if someone's walking up, it takes them like 15 minutes to walk up. Mm-hmm. So we got to stand there. And you can't do it if someone's... It's a tiny little sidewalk. So Danny with his camera, me out of control. We got to wait for... So we would go there. We would wait like two, three hours. Try three, four tries. No. Leave. Three, four tries in two hours? No. Three hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Sometimes. How rough, so how rough is that when you see someone just like you're feeling like, oh, I got it this time. And then someone oh, just yeah. like starts slowly walking up, like yeah, yeah, eighty year old oh, man and stuff. Yeah. But get you like no. I'd be feeling it. I would get halfway and then hit one of those cracks and just get like torn off. Or oh, wow. suddenly I'm about to go and then yeah, someone's coming up or down. Yeah. So how many hours total was in that whole thing? And the six days, twenty maybe. I don't know. Twenty four, hours. About six days, I think, like ish. Six days, uh, three. Three, four hours each day. Oh my God. Of the oh, spread out. Like we tried early, it wasn't working. We came back a week later with some new ideas. On the last day, I fly out tomorrow. It's the last day. We we're going to go for Thanksgiving, and all the Vancouver skaters were having like a Thanksgiving dinner mm. and invited us. And we're like, no, we're going to go get this clip. Yeah. Sorry. So we went, and then uh, I blew up a bearing. We have like 20 minutes of sunlight. So I went to Leon's, it was at the bottom of the hill changed the wheel went back up and then it was like two tries or something then i just got it like it was just done mm-hmm. so we thought thanksgiving would have less traffic so that's yeah that's what there. i was thinking too when and it said was it's the me. last day so yeah how did you celebrate that after 20 hours of trying to hit oh yeah ground? what did we do i don't know thanksgiving, but we, were, we were excited you know thanksgiving and leon day? lived like right after we land we turn around and like basically go in and up the building so mm-hmm. i don't know what we did but it was good energy. But then the next day I was flying to uh, Lima to go with the boys on a little trip. Mm-hmm. And I wanted uh, like an ender because that was the intro. We mm-hmm. decided, I said from the beginning, like this is the first clip. We could go down the whole rail, fish eye. So then we needed an ender. So on the way to the airport in the morning, I jumped that like uh, little alley or whatever. You, you made so a really we, good... We kept hustling right to the end. Yeah, you made a really good point about that too because it was like the opening trick. Usually when we make sections, we think of like the enders. Right. But that was like the opening trick. And I wonder how that affects a skate edit and how it views too because if that was the last trick in this section, that section probably wouldn't have gotten that many views because people would like That's click it. on it and be like, oh, what That's the it. fuck is this? And, and turned off it, you know? That's but a million views, you see that big front side and then it kind of like brings you in more yeah, than the ender is. Yeah. You're trying... Like I think you're kind of tricked into watching until it ends or falls. Yeah. By then you're like, oh, let's mm. keep watching this, whatever this is. Yeah. So it worked like that. I used to try to always start with like a lot of falls, get like a, an audience laughing or something, and then show tricks. Mm-hmm. Try to like shape the mood of the viewer. Yeah. Or yeah. Anyway, People got to yeah. focus on beginners more than enders. I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think especially now, everyone with like this TikTok and all this stuff, like no attention span. Yeah, well, they say like it's like two seconds, like two and a half seconds, like the attention span of people. Like if you don't have something in the first two seconds, like people just swipe off right away. So you need to like catch them instantly. What What's your first two seconds on the show? My first two seconds. What? What's the first ju- seconds of Jump Street? Do you have this? Have you guys nailed it's a, it's this a, one? Mm. You know how to keep for like TikTok and shit. <laughs> stuck I'm talking no, TikTok. I mean, it's, on it's, YouTube. It's, like, it's, it's the, the theme, theme song. Yeah, it's the, the theme hook? song. It's the intro. It's the theme song. Yeah, yeah. We got Brian Shima Royaling, I'm YTA, Chris Happy, oh, yeah. 540 Kind Grind. Right. Okay. Well, speaking of sections, <laughs> I, it's something I wanted to ask you for a long time, actually, and someone mentioned it yesterday to me. I heard that you were making a Takeshi Yasutoko section. Oh, yes, I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> am I blowing up your spot right now doing no, this? Because this was like a long time ago so also. embarrassing. Man. Why is it embarrassing? It's what happened? Embarrassing. Because I have like so good intentions to make this. I mean, I'm making a video. Yeah, okay. So I'm working on a Takeshi section. But like it's just so embarrassing how long it's taken. And like I've lost, lost files and then made sections that I don't like and then erased them and started again and like just do all so much crap mm-hmm. you know so but yeah i have a takeshi yasutoko street section street section too yeah, yeah. and he rips it's street Dan- yeah yeah coincidentally yeah. i messaged and takeshi rips. and was like trying to talk him into shooting a vod of him skating street like mad long ago right, right. That's- and then he literally was like oh richie's coming here like in a month to film a street section oh, i'm like oh what are the really? odds yeah, yes wow. and that's why like since then i'm like Wait well, a minute, nothing ever happened with that. Takeshi, man, you should have went with Austin. It was already done. It, <laughs> it might have awesome. been out by now. 
Mine. So you're geez. you're sitting on Takeshi Street clips right Man, now. I'm sitting on so many clips. Damn. Yeah. Is he hitting rails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeshi's killing it. I have a great Takeshi section. I have a great uh, note section, and then I have uh, I don't know like 200 clips to pick into some sections, and then note has a bunch of. Yeah, I got something cool coming, but it's uh, taking some time. It's embarrassingly slow and long. <laughs> the first <laughs> clip filmed for this project was probably like 10 years ago today. It was about 10 years ago when I asked Takeshi <laughs> also. So. And and nothing new has been shot for the last four years. Like it's just. Yeah, whatever. You gotta put it. You gotta put something. Yeah, I, just, out, I need to go back there and uh, Hold cut off contact hostage. with everyone. And yeah, just edit. But I got a new computer recently, and uh, whatever. I, it, yeah, yeah. Three computers. <laughs> what can hey, I say? Called out. Freddie's, Freddie's talking shit from Freddie. <laughs> Freddie, come on. We got. It. We're tagging Freddie White in. <laughs> yeah. Which section you saw notes? Takeshi. You saw the oh, Takeshi right section. There, what do you mean? Okay, so while I was there, There's I made like a draft on my phone. I just like cut, uh, the, I filmed the clips off the camera onto my phone and just made a quick little thing, and it's pretty cool. That's what you saw, right? Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad about this stupid. I'm video. jealous. I want to see that. Sorry, Takeshi and Note and Josh. I just figured it'd be so sick to see Takeshi skating street, or just like everyone He's knows he kills bird and ramps, it. but like to see him skate street because he was at that time posting handrail clips. Big kink this. rails. Big oh. kink rails. Oh yeah, man. What? See, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, I've never seen Takeshi hit a, a incline rail before. Yeah, flat rails he's posted, not like a down rail or especially a kink rail. Yeah. I mean, I, when I even when I saw him not skating on the vert, just skating like different aspects of the skate park mm-hmm. or like even getting more tech on like quarter pipes, I was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. But to hear he's skating like traditional street. I got a clip of him 360 top soling a street rail. What? No, you, you do can't not. say this and not like just put it out. <laughs> it's just like for Richie's personal collection. What a tease! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, I'll be home to my apartment in uh, about a month, and then I'm gonna pressure's on. I'm gonna just do this thing. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna play this clip. I'm gonna clip this right now. Sorry. I send it to you every month. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> we, we we actually got to get it going before like the next opportunity shows up on like Richie's doorstep to be like that, I don't know next like movie the Chinese Tom Cruise yeah like somebody in another country I don't know what's are you staying in China for a while what's next what's yeah happening? I got like I don't know how long I don't like I said I'm I I gave up I threw the paddles off the boat and it always works man the wave always takes me somewhere cool so I'm I don't know if it's a smart idea or not but that's what I'm doing and it's been working out. It's, it seems that it like just, ever since you started embracing that like idea, like uh, just let it things go, it's been been landing on your feet pretty well. Yeah, pretty impressively. Thanks. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe sometimes we get in our own way. Maybe if I'm in my own way, try, like when I was trying to plan ideas or I'm trying to go somewhere. I don't know. I just trust it. Always, I just trust like I'm in a good place. I'm in the world is safe. People are nice. People are cool. Whatever, it's gonna work out. Yeah, it's a good way to look at things. What yeah. about your expectations for this weekend? We're here at Winter Clash. This is actually, by the way, this is the first event of the weekend. We're kicking off Winter Clash weekend right now with the Richie Islip podcast. Wow! So thank you all for coming for that. Thank you. So I'm happy to get it over with. What do you Let's do it first? And the whole out. weekend you get it. Oh, I mean this. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Calm the nerves for the rest of the weekend. What yeah. What are your plans and expectations for the weekend? I'm gonna hang out. I'm gonna. Give out a lot of hugs and a lot of like hanging out with all my mates from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cheer. Uh, I'm gonna skate, but not very well, probably. I don't really That's like contests. Um, yeah, beers, buds, blades, mm-hmm. cheering. Just uh, you're not like. Oh, you said you're gonna compete, but you're not oh. really gonna. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of like. Yeah, I will. I guess I'll be in the heat, but I don't do too well in this kind of space. Like, uh, I feel it's like crowded and in uh, c- traffic congestion. Yeah, you know, I feel like constantly on edge, like shoulder checking before mm. I do any trick, and then mm. getting nervous. But I'll skate, and I'm apparently I'm gonna play a game of Blade against Brian Aragon. Yeah, do you guys know? No, I don't. Th- I don't think anybody knows this. I don't think yeah. anybody knows this. They got excited, but the spoiler is that if it's my choice, this is my choice or my my vote. I want to play in the foam pit, 
Does that count? <laughs> Anyone ever see a game of skate <laughs> in the foam pit? That would be pretty pit? sick, though, right? Wouldn't it be all right? I mean, it's it's hard to like. You say gotta land on your what's feet. What's a landed trick, though? That's the thing. He said you have to land on your feet, but like, me it, and Brian. Oh, okay, you gotta will, land on your feet. Will, like, yeah. Agree, yes or no? But then so I if say you land for, on your head, no. But so how did, wait? How did this come to be? This uh, I was Ricardo. Ricardo Lino asked if I would play Blade against someone, and I was like, okay, yeah. And then he's like, who? And then he's like, Brian Aragon. And I was like, yeah, that would, okay, that would be okay. fun. And then we like video called him, and he's like, okay. I don't think he wants to play, and I don't really want to play. So we're going to play in the foam pit. I mean, you famously beat Chris Haffey in a game of skate. Yeah, on on basically a foam pit of street. On <laughs> the a foam like pit a of street. Like a, P rail, right? a PVC rail? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. PVC shop. Uh, I mean, that's, that was fun. that's another feather in the cap, dude. That's true. Not many yeah. people can uh, say that they've beaten Haffey at, at much of anything. anything. Right. Uh, m- much less skating, you know? Yeah, yeah. the champ. <laughs> The champ, not many. Yeah, not many people would be happy. Not many at all. Um, well, in a, in a, in a bit, not too long. We're going to uh, be watching the uh, Hang Super Loser Bowl. Super Bowl. Hang Loser Super yeah. Bowl. But before we get into that, you know, we could just do some more rapid fire kind of questions and things, and maybe we can. Some of your friends who are here can come up if you would like. But. Um, Anyone want to come up? Lomax who, left. Who do you like with skating these days? You know, who do I like skating? I mean, you're such an OG, and you've yeah, been around yeah, yeah. for such a long time, and been like a part of so many different crews and different energies. Do you see anybody like new in the past, like five, ten years, that like I really like this person skating? This person inspires me, or any direction of skating, anything like that? Yeah, Danny Beer. Danny Beer, Ooh, Canada. <laughs> Keeping it Canada. Yeah, I like I like Danny skating. I mean, everything. I, I'm a fan of kind of anything of course everyone in canada is killing it that's really cool that makes me kind of like proud or whatever mm-hmm. that's nice but yeah all i don't know everyone i love watching everyone i love montre um whatever i don't know <laughs> whatever <laughs> what, what, what about what about the like contribution no of canada that's kind of started to manifest in like the skate scene in the last five years where like a lot of the stuff that came from Joey and Todd and like the mushroom blading and the wizard skating mm-hmm. uh, applications that have been happening more in the aggressive worlds that have you been embracing that? Or are you proud yeah. of that as a Canadian? I love it. Um, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm proud of Canada or like my friends, but yeah, I love it. I love just different kinds of skating to try in different ways. Like it doesn't matter. There's toys. There shouldn't be rules. There shouldn't be no. There's not like cool ways and not cool ways. So I'm yeah. I love watching all those guys. I'm happy that like people used to always just talk shit on them, you know, and like hate on their videos. I'm happy that now everyone's like, oh, that's super cool. I don't know. Yeah, I like everything. Just a fan. Yeah, there's a lot of between you, Joey Todd, Danny Beer, Leon, Matt Ledoux, like. Canada has some of the best skaters Nikki, that ever has. Nikki Adams. And Nikki Adams, too, yeah. back in the day. Oof. Jeez. What about a f- favorite city to skate? I miss Nikki Adams. Uh, no. Yeah. Shout out to the Blade God. The Blade God. <laughs> Shout out to the Blade God. <laughs> I went to, I went we to, yo, where is Nikki? Nikki, he's, you need to come to these winter clashes. Nikki would fit right in. He would murder one of these right in. Yeah, he would kill it. I went to, um, in Montreal a few years ago, to some skate weekend thing, whatever, and I was really early to one of the skate parks, and I was the only skater there. Except for Nikki Adams. It was just me and Nikki Adams for like two hours while everyone else waited. And I was like, out of all people, Nikki Adams is here. And uh, he didn't do any flips, but he was doing, still doing like five foot high 720s on quarter pipes. Right, yeah. And I was like, geez, you don't lose it. Yeah. He won some medal in skiing too, I think. In skiing? X Games. Did he? Yeah. If I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know. made some hybrid usd ski boots didn't you like you put yeah. like skis on the bottom of your car like evo or someone here in holland gave me a pair of uh like ufs uh ski frames ski they like some custom skis. things right yeah i guess so i don't really know i like it's kind of weird i went home to my parents and i have this closet full of like blade stuff and there's these skis in there and i don't really know specifically truly like where i got them or when mm-hmm. they're just there I think it was Evo. Shout out Evo if you're. I don't know though, but those are pretty fun. They're tiny. It's very, it's a very Canadian thing to have, in my opinion, to have like ski. <laughs> it's just like in the right. mountain skiing around. Right. Yeah. 
I actually wore them to the ski hill uh, to ride with my niece and nephew, mm-hmm. just because I didn't want to rent. Skis. And they were on regular skis. They were on. One was on a snowboard. One was on skis. And then I just took those little guys. <laughs> was everyone looking at you like, "What the hell's going yeah, on?" Yeah, everyone was asking. People were yelling yeah. from the chairlift, like, "I love your skis!" Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Were you um, killing it? It was okay. I did a bunch of grinds. Yeah, see, so yeah, I, I think grinding like that's cool. Yeah, and people were shocked, I guess, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But mm-hmm. You can't really go fast, and you can't do jumps and stuff like that. You should have went back the next day hustling a bunch of carbon skis to sell people. True. The the, the face of them. You're selling all these electric scooters. Selling (laughs) selling skis in the prairies. In the flattest place. In the prairies. Jeez. Where I'm from is the the flattest place in the world, pretty much. So, yeah. It's like a hill. It's literally a hill. Like the height of this building. That's the height of the ski hill. Oh, that's pretty small. There's nowhere else to go. So, that's where everybody goes. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Um, You've just gone on a little tour back. Uh, you're doing like a little mini tour right now surrounding uh, everything with Winter Clash. You've gone yeah. back to Canada. You've visited. Oh, he's left, but our friend Nick. Oh, Max for, is gone. For a while. Like what, what, what's, uh, what's been happening before and what do you plan on uh, doing after? Well, just like normally I used to go home twice a year, every summer, every winter, visit families, go whatever, just be around home. And now I've been stuck because of all the COVID stuff. So I've been stuck over there for years. Has it been rough in, in, in China with like the, I don't, I'm not sure like what the restrictions would be over there. No, it's been mostly really okay. Like almost as if there's nothing. Uh, recently, just before they canceled everything, near the end of last year, it started getting a little bit insane with the test. Like you need a test every day to go on a bus or whatever to do anything. And then it just ended. But for the first few years, while the world was burning, pretty much, I was just living totally normal on the beach. No one had masks. No one was scared. No one really was pretty normal at the beach, at least. And then in the city, you need to, like, like scan a code to go into the mall or something. But, no, it, was, it wasn't like what the news showed, or at least I didn't see any of that. Um, but yeah, so I went to visit family, some my whole family, and then kind of like the Blade family. And then I'm stopping in Thailand. I'll see Note and all those guys. I left a bag there, and then I go back, go home to China, go back to my apartment. To your basement, or no, <laughs> actual, no, yeah, actual apartment? No, I, yeah, in China I have an apartment. Oh, I go back in China. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'll go back. Um, the Super Bowl is coming up soon. The Hang Loser Super Bowl, which we're all going to catch before. Is there anything else you wanted to ask Billy? Yeah, we... a couple of things okay, too. Go for it. And then, and then we'll let him go. So yep. One, uh, how have you found this podcast experience? <laughs> it's been okay, actually. Yeah, I was not kind of not nervous. so bad. <laughs> I'd rather just hang out with you guys and talk, but it's we okay. Just, we should have yeah. just well, done what we did earlier cool. and just not recorded it and not tell you that we were recording. Oh yeah, that would be okay. We should have done that. That would be better for me. I guess. But, I'm you know, I, I think I think it's cool for some of the people who've been following you for like 20 years to get a, like an, a little bit of insight into who you are as a person, because I know when I'm sitting with you chatting, catching up, I'm always so fascinated. Like, how how does this guy pull this shit off? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Really? Especially and, this guy. And, and to like just go through it kind of as fast as we did and everything was I would love to have you on again in the future yeah, I would love in, to come in, in a different setting. Yeah. We can go through it more in depth. Um, sure. And oh, yeah. uh I guess the second thing I would say out of the two things is, do you have any shout outs or things that you would like to say, parting words of wisdom from your, uh, all your years on this planet that you can bestow on someone in the community who might be inspired by the things you've said? Mm. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> it's got to be simple. <laughs> That's pretty good. Say it. Don't worry, be happy. No? I think that's like pretty much solves everything hell yeah richie it was a pleasure having you on finally after all these 137 episodes finally get you on especially i went to clash especially i went to clash um thank you all for coming out live thank you kicking off the winter clash weekend everybody watching live stay tuned we have two more episodes coming tomorrow and uh we'll catch you all there yep tomorrow we got uh uh, cody lantman at 9 30 we have nils uh, Jansen, is that how you say it? No, Jansen? Yeah. Jansen? Okay. At uh, 1 p.m. tomorrow. We'll clarify that tomorrow. Okay, we'll figure that tomorrow. <laughs> so thank you. We'll see you all then. See you at the Winter Thanks for joining thank us. You. Later.